0: Coming to the... Breaking news. As it happens, you're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All
1: right, Kevin McCullough, glad to be with you. Yes, I'm wearing purple. Yes, it is because you need to fear the frog next Monday. I'm just just warning people. We go through. It's not going to be pretty, friends. Everybody thinks that Georgia's going to do the same thing that Michigan did. (laughs) Oh, that'll be fun. Anyway, uh, on to serious things. There are some things to be afraid of. And one of them, as we get here towards the end of the year, is uh, or the beginning of this new year, is what is uh, going on at our southern border. And someone who covers this a lot... Is host of the Liberty Station uh, podcast uh, with the Salem Podcast Network, our sister network, and very honored to have Bryce Eddy back with us. The last time he was with us, we were talking um, we, we were talking uh, the six part documentary series that you can see on SalemNow dot com uh, that details this border crisis. But Bryce, as we're coming down, and Happy New Year to you, by the way. As we were coming into 2023, I kept hearing about Title 42 going away and what that was specifically going to do to a little town called El Paso, Texas. And I'm curious, you've spent time on the border. How bad is what's going on in El Paso? And uh, what does the rest of the nation need to understand about why it's so significant?
0: Yeah, well, you know, El Paso is significant because it's becoming a shanty town right now. And to actually see what's going on the ground there would disturb people. And I think it would wake them up. And I'm glad some of that's coming out right now. But I don't think our focus should be on Title 42 because Title 42 only stops about 29 percent of what's happening on our border it only affects a small percentage in the grand scheme of things because if you know more about the border and we detail this in the uh, border battle documentary it's it's nations from all over the the uh, world that are coming in there not just those that are affected by title 42 so we we need to get that a little bit out of our heads right now
1: talk to us about what the impact of that broad sweeping influx of people from all of these countries is really uh,
0: creating. Yeah, well, it's a it's a massive attack against our sovereignty. And I always want to remind people that our borders are essentially open and they're open to everyone because we are losing the people that are coming through and they're not you know, they're not entering into a system of accountability or anything like that right now. They're not showing up for hearings. There's none of that going on. Wow, we, we just have,
1: sorry to interrupt, but didn't we just have an admission from the administration that with all those desk tickets to appear, uh, they have literally tracking on none of them, and it's like close to a half million people in just this year alone?
0: Oh, correct, and and they're and they're. Um they're making it sound underwhelming. It is overwhelming. And, of course, they're they're lying. You can't get much truth out of them anyway. And, I mean, you know, I've been taken to calling them on my show the public serpents because that's really, you know, who we have, you know, running our government, and that includes a lot on both sides. But but the truth is we had 21 different dialects coming through the border checkpoints, um, I mean, or I should say the holes in the border wall, Um freely walking through and that's people from the republic of georgia people from russia from the ukraine from cuba from all of these different countries including middle eastern countries and and they disappear into the interior of the united states
1: we have seen a resurgence in what diseases and some of them i thought we had pretty much stamped out
0: yeah, I, I mean it. It runs the entire gamut, uh, you know, including. I mean, we're we're having a you know resurgence of of uh, you know the bubonic plague and you know things like that that are coming in in these shanty towns. I mean, you know, we've got it, you know, here in Los Angeles, and it's a direct result of you know the the crisis that's being created. So. You know, again, I mean, we're we're there's places that look like Calcutta right now here in the U.S. I mean, it's it's uh, it should blow people's minds and wake them up.
1: I, sh- I certainly hope so. And I certainly think that much of the new Congress was elected on this. And I know that there are some really good guys that did get elected. We helped uh, get Corey Mills from Florida yeah. and a handful of others that are very pro-American sovereignty, and and there's a greater number, I think, of American veterans that got elected in this Congress than there have been in recent uh, rounds as well. What do you anticipate from not the entirety of the caucus, but from people that are taking this seriously? What have they told you is going to be their priority, and how are they going to approach that, knowing that the Senate and the White House are in opposite hands.
0: So, look, we we do have some real bright spots that have come in. Um, I am not optimistic, and and I talk about this on my show a lot, uh, about our current leadership, even in the Republican Party. And we, we've seen that. We've seen them fail just as often. But these new folks now are going to be highlighting this issue. And with the changeover in all of the... Um, uh, you know various committees and you know everything else i think we're going to have some real scrutiny on this but our entire immigration policy needs to change and again that's why i mean title 42 is a temporary yeah. stopgap measure but we need real immigration reform but the truth is we really just need to be enforcing our own laws which we are not doing at all
1: it it seems as though um And it's it's even kind of unpopular again to be talking about it. But it seems as though that uh, former President Trump was so prescient in the things that he campaigned on and then pushed for in terms of policy, Uh, everything from Title 42 as it relates to covid directly, but also the wall, also the um, the. energy independence that our country needs from the rest of the world and you know how we could strengthen places like europe and other places if we were energy productive in this country Um, the presidential race is already underway there's going to be more and more discussion about this from where you sit bryce and you sit in a border state and you sit in one of the worst border states because your governor and your state leadership has completely abandoned the uh, effort here what do you want to see the presidential candidates doing about this even before the election is underway?
0: Yeah, well, I, I think this is a, a winning campaign issue. It um, certainly that was, it was in 2016. I mean, it, it, it was. I mean, Trump was no dummy, which is why they um, had to work so hard to label him a dummy. Um, you know, that's that's their tactic on all these things. But he correctly identified the things that were eating us from within. And border policy is one of those things. Um, I hope to see whether it's him or uh, Ron DeSantis a real focus on that again, because it it wins across the board. Um, we've been hijacked by the the crazy far left again. You know these people are animated by the globalists that would like to see, you know, um, a centralized authority on a global scale and open yeah. borders, all of that stuff, because that ultimately makes us all very weak. Um, and so they're. Um, If if they campaign on that and we have strong governors making a a really good response, I mean, Carrie Lake, the reason that the entire state apparatus of Arizona was against her was because she would have solved this issue. Um, I was on her border policy team and her focus was going to be using private uh, and public resources and she was going to shut down Arizona's border, which would have forced uh, Texas to do the same because it would have concentrated it there. California, you know, would have been just continuing to be California. And New Mexico. The same. You would have seen. Yeah. yeah, but you would have seen some real change and we do need somebody who's going to put um, all in efforts on it.
1: Yep. no, I agree. Bryce Eddy, uh, check him out at the Liberty Station podcast. It's on the Salem Podcast Network and anywhere you get your podcast, just look for Liberty Station. Bryce Eddy, E D D Y is how you spell his name. Bryce, it's been fun to have you back. We look forward to talking to you often in 2023.
0: Yeah, hey, anytime, and I appreciate you, and thanks for having me. You got it.
1: Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Fear the frog.